0: Seven against Thebes by Aeschylus. Translated by E. D. A. Mooreshead. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Seven against Thebes by Aeschylus. Enter on one side the spy, on the other, Ateocles and the six champions. Look, friends methinks the scout
1: who parted hence to spy upon the foemen comes with news his feet as swift as
2: wafting chariot wheels i and our king the son of oedipus comes to prompt the time to learn the spy's report his heart is fainter than his foot is fast
3: well have i scanned the foe and well can say unto which chief by lot each gate is given Tidius already with his onset cry storms at the gate called protides but him the seer Amphioraeus, holds at halt nor wills that he should cross ismenus's ford until the sacrifices promise fair but Tidius, mad with lust of blood and broil like to a cockatrice at noontide hour hisses out wrath and smites with scourge of tongue the prophet son of Eucleus, wise thou art faint against war and holding back from death with such revilings loud upon his lips he waves the triple plumes that o'er his helm float overshadowing as a courser's mane and at his shield's rim terror in their tone clang and reverberate the brazen bells And this proud sign, wrought on his shield, he bears, the vault of heaven inlaid with blazing stars, and for the boss the bright moon glows at full, the eye of night, the first and lordliest star. Thus, with high vaunted armor, madly bold, he clamors by the stream-bank, wild for war, as a steed panting grimly on his bit held in and chafing for the trumpet's bray whom wilt thou set against him when the gates of protus yield who can his rush repel
0: to me no blazon on a foeman's shield shall e'er present a fear such pointed threats are powerless to wound his plumes and bells without a spear are snakes without a sting nay more that pageant of which thou tellest the nightly sky displayed ablaze with stars upon his shield palters with double sense one headstrong fool will find its truth anon for if night fall upon his eyes in death yon vaunting blazon will its own truth prove and he is prophet of his folly's fall mine shall it be to pit against his power the loyal son of asticus as guard to hold the gateways a right valiant soul who has in heed the throne of modesty and loathes the speech of pride and evermore shrinks from the base but knows no other fear he springs by stock from those whom ares spared the men called sown a right son of the soil and melanippus styled now what his arm to-day shall do rests with the dice of war and ares shall ordain it but his cause hath the true badge of right to urge him on to guard as son his motherland from wrong
1: then may the gods give fortune fair unto our chief sent forth to dare war's terrible arbitrament but ah when champions wend away i shudder lest from out the fray only their blood-stained
3: wrecks be sent nay let him pass and the god's help be his next Capanius comes on by lot to lead the onset at the gate's electron styled a giant he more huge than Tidius's self and more than human in his arrogance may fate forfend his threat against our walls god willing or unwilling such his vaunt i will lay waste this city pallas's self zeus's warrior maid although she swoop to earth and plant her in my path shall stay me not and for the flashes of the bolt he holds them harmless as the noontide rays. Mark, too, the symbol on his shield, a man, scornfully weaponless but torch in hand, and the flame glows within his grasp, prepared for raven. Lo, the legend wrought in words, fire for the city bring I, flares in gold, against such white Send forth yet whom? What man will front that vaunting figure and not fear? Aha!
0: This profits also gain on gain. In sooth, for mortals, the tongue's utterance berays unerringly a foolish pride. Hither stalks Capaneus with vaunt and threat, defying godlike powers, equipped to act. And mortal though he be, he strains his tongue in folly's ecstasy, And casts aloft high-swelling words against the ears of Zeus. Right well, I trust, if justice grants the word, That by the might of Zeus a bolt of flame in more than semblance Shall descend on him. Against his vaunts, though reckless, I have set, To make assurance sure, a warrior stern. Strong Polyphantes, fervid for the fray, a sturdy bulwark he by grace of heaven and favor of his champion artemis say on who holdeth the next gate in ward
2: perish the wretch whose vaunt affronts our home on him the red bolt come ere to the maiden bowers his way he cleave to ravage and bereave
3: i will say on eteoclus is third to him it fell what time the third lot sprang o'er the inverted helmet's brazen rim to dash his stormers on neistai gate he wheels his mares who at their frontlets chafe and yearn to charge upon the gates amain they snort the breath of pride and filled therewith their nozzles whistle with barbaric sound high too and haughty is his shield's device an armed man who climbs from rung to rung a scaling-ladder, up a hostile wall, a fire to sack and slay, and he too cries, by letters full of sound, upon the shield, not Ares' self shall cast me from the wall. Look to it, send against this man, a man strong to debar the slave's yoke from our town. Pointing at Megarius send will i
0: even this man with luck to aid by his worth sent already not by pride and vain pretense is he tis megarius the child of creon of the earth-sprung born he will not shrink from guarding of the gates nor fear the maddened chargers frenzied nay but if he dies will nobly quit the score for nurture to the land that gave him birth or from the shield side hew two warriors down "'Ateoclus and the figure that he lifts, "'ay, and the city pictured, all in one, "'and deck with spoils the temple of his sire. "'Announce the next pair, stint not of thy tongue.
1: "'O thou, the warder of my home, "'grant unto us fate's favouring tide, "'send on the foeman doom. "'They fling forth taunts of frenzied pride. "'On them
3: may Zeus with glare of vengeance come.' lo next him stands a fourth and shouts amain by pallas onca's portal and displays a different challenge tis hippomedon huge the device that starts up from his targe in high relief and i deny it not i shuddered seeing how upon the rim it made a mighty circle round the shield No sorry craftsman he who wrought that work and clamped it all around the buckler's edge. The form was Typhon. From his glowing throat rolled lurid smoke, spark-litten, kin of fire. The flattened edgework, circling round the hole, made strong support for coiling snakes that grew erect above the concave of the shield loud rang the warrior's voice inspired for war he raves to slay as doth a bacchanal his very glance a terror of such white beware the onset closing on the gates he peals his vaunting and appalling cry
0: Yet first our palace Onca, wardress she, planting her foot hard by her gate, shall stand, the maid against the ruffian, and repel his force, as from her brood the mother-bird beats back the wintered serpent's venomed fang. And next, by her, is Oinops' gallant son Hyperbius, chosen to confront this foe, ready to seek his fate at fortune's shrine. In form, in valour, and in skill of arms, none shall gainsay him. See how wisely well Hermes hath set the brave against the strong. Confronted shall they stand, the shield of each bearing the image of opposing gods. One holds aloft his typhon, breathing fire. But on the other shield, in symbol, sits Zeus, calm and strong, and fans his bolt to flame. Zeus, seen of all, yet seen of none to fail. Howbeit weak is trust reposed in heaven, Yet are we upon Zeus' victorious side, The foe with those he worsted. If in sooth Zeus against Typhon held the upper hand, And if Hyperbius, as well may hap When two such foes such diverse emblems bear, Have Zeus upon his shield, a saving sign.
2: High faith is mine that he whose shield bears Against Zeus the thing of hate, The giant Typhon thus revealed, a monster loathed of gods eternal, and mortal man this doom shall earn a shattered skull before the gate.
3: Heaven send it so. A fifth assailant now is set against our fifth, the northern gate, fronting the death mound where Amphion lies, the child of Zeus. This foeman vows his faith upon a mystic spearhead which he deems more holy than a godhead and more sure to find its mark than any glance of eye that will they nil they he will storm and sack the hold of the cadmeans such his oath his the bold warrior yet of childish years a bud of beauty's foremost flower the son of zeus and of the mountain maid i mark how the soft down is waxing on his cheek thick and close growing in its tender prime in name not mood is he a maiden's child parthenopeus large and bright his eyes but fierce the wrath wherewith he fronts the gate yet not unheralded he takes his stand before the portal On his brazen shield, the rounded screen and shelter of his form, I saw him show the ravening sphinx, the fiend that shamed our city, how it glared and moved, clamped on the buckler, wrought in high relief, and in its claws did a bear, nor heretofore for any single prey sped she aloft through such a storm of darts as now awaits her so our foe is here like as i deem to ply no stinted trade in blood and broil but traffic as is meet in fierce exchange for his long wayfaring
0: ah may they meet the doom they think to bring they and their impious vaunts from those on high so should they sink, hurled down to deepest death. This foe, at least, by the Arcadian styled, is faced by one who bears no braggart sign, but his hand sees to smite where blows avail. Actor, own brother to Hyperbius. He will not let a boast without a blow stream through our gates and nourish our despair, nor give him way who on his hostile shield bears the brute image of the loathly sphinx blocked at the gate she will rebuke the man who strives to thrust her forward when she feels thick crash of blows up to the city wall with heaven's good will my forecast shall be true
1: home to my heart the vaunting goes and quick with terror on my head rises my hair at sound of those who wildly impiously rave if gods there be to them i plead
3: give them to darkness and the grave. Fronting the sixth gate stands another foe, wisest of warriors, bravest among seers. Such must I name Amphioraeus. He set steadfast at the homoloid gate, berates strong, Tidius with reviling words. The man of blood, the bane of state and home to Argos, arch allurer to all ill evoker of the fury fiend of hell death's minister and counsellor of wrong unto adrastus in this fatal field ay and with eyes upturned and mean of scorn he chides thy brother polynices too at his desert and once and yet again dwells hard and meaningly upon his name where it saith glory yet importeth feud yea such thou art in act and such thy grace in sight of heaven and such in after time thy fame for lips and ears of mortal men he strove to sack the city of his sires and temples of her gods and brought on her an alien armament of foreign foes the fountain of maternal blood outpoured what power can staunch even so thy fatherland once by thine ardent malice stormed and ta'en shall ne'er join force with thee for me i know it doth remain to let my blood enrich the border Of this land that loves me not blood of a prophet in a foreign grave now for the battle i foreknow my doom yet it shall be with honor so he spake the prophet holding up his targe of bronze wrought without blazon to the ears of men who stood around and heeded not his word For on no bruit and rumor of great deeds, But on their doing is his spirit set. And in his heart he reaps a furrow rich, Wherefrom the poison of good counsel springs. Against him send brave heart and hand of might, For the god-lover is man's fiercest foe
0: out on the chance that couples mortal men linking the just and impious in one in every issue the one curse is this companionship with men of evil heart a baneful harvest let none gather it the field of sin is rank and brings forth death whiles a righteous man, who goes aboard with reckless mates, a horde of villainy, dies by one death with that detested crew. whiles the just man, joined with citizens ruthless to strangers, wrecking naught of heaven, trapped against nature, in one net with him, dies by God's thrust, and all including blow. So will this prophet die, even Oiklis Child sage just and brave and loyal towards heaven potent in prophecy but mated here with men of sin too boastful to be wise long is their road and they return no more and at their taking off by hand of zeus the prophet too shall take the downward way he will not so i deem assail the gate not as through cowardice or feeble will but as one knowing to what end shall be their struggle in the battle if indeed fruit of fulfilment lie in loxius's word he speaketh not unless to speak avails yet for more surety we will post a man strong lasthenes as warder of the gate stern to the foemen he hath age's skill mated with youthful vigour and an eye forward alert swift too his hand to catch the fenceless interval twixt shield and spear yet man's good fortune lies in hand of heaven
2: unto our loyal cry ye gods give ear save save the city turn away the spear send on the foemen fear outside the rampart fall they rent and riven beneath the bolt of heaven
3: last let me name yon seventh antagonist thy brother's self at the seventh portal set. Hear with what wrath he imprecates our doom, vowing to mount the wall, though banished hence, and peal aloud the wild exulting cry, the town is ta'en. Then clash his sword with thine, giving and taking death in close embrace, or, if thou scapest, flinging upon thee as robber of his honor and his home the doom of exile such as he has borne so clamors he and so invokes the gods who guard his race and home to hear and heed the curse that sounds in polynices name he bears a round shield fresh from forge and fire and wrought upon it is a twofold sign for, lo, a woman leads decorously the figure of a warrior wrought in gold. And thus the legend runs, I justice am, and I will bring the hero home again, to hold once more his place within this town, once more to pace his sire's ancestral hall. Such are the symbols, by our foemen shown, now make thine own decision whom to send against this last opponent i have said nor canst thou in my tidings find a flaw thine is it now to steer the course aright
0: ah me the madman and the curse of heaven and woe for us the lamentable line of oedipus And woe that in this house our father's curse must find accomplishment. But now a truce to tears and loud lament, lest they should breed a still more rueful wail. As for this Polyneses, named too well, soon shall we know how his device shall end, whether the gold-wrought symbols on his shield, in their mad, vaunting, and bewildered pride, shall guide him as a victor to his home. For had but justice, maiden child of Zeus, stood by his act and thought, it might have been. Yet never, from the day he reached the light out of the darkness of his mother's womb, never in childhood, nor in youthful prime, nor when his chin was gathering its beard, hath justice hailed or claimed him as her own. Therefore I deem not that she standeth now, to aid him in this outrage on his home, misnamed in truth were justice utterly if to impiety she lent her hand sure in this faith i will myself go forth and match me with him who hath fairer claim ruler against one fain to snatch the rule brother with brother matched and foe with foe will i confront the issue to the wall
1: O thou true heart O child of Oedipus, be not in wrath too like the man whose name murmurs an evil omen. Tis enough that Cadmus' clan should strive with Argos' host, for blood there is that can atone that stain. But brother upon brother dealing death, not time itself can expiate the sin.
0: If man find hurt, yet clasp his honour still, tis well. The dead have honour, not beside. Hurt with dishonour, wins no word of praise.
2: Ah, what is thy desire? Let not the lust and raven of the sword Bear thee adown the tide accursed, abhorred. Fling off thy passion's rage, thy spirit's prompting dire.
0: Nay, since the god is urgent for our doom, Let Laos' house, by Phoebus loathed and scorned, Follow the gale of destiny, and win its great inheritance, The gulf of hell.
1: Ruthless thy craving is, Craving for kindred and forbidden blood to be outpoured, A sacrifice imbrued with sin, A bitter fruit of murderous enmities.
0: Yea, my own father's fateful curse proclaims, A ghastly presence, and her eyes are dry. Strike! Honour is the prize, not life prolonged.
2: Ah, be not urged of her, For none shall dare to call thee coward in thy throned estate will not the fury in her sable pall pass outward from these halls what time the gods welcome a votive offering from our hands
0: the gods long since they hold us in contempt scornful of gifts thus offered by the lost why should we fawn and flinch away from doom
1: now when it stands beside thee for its power may with a changing gust of milder mood temper the blast that bloweth wild and rude and frenzied in this hour
0: ay kindled by the curse of oedipus all too prophetic out of dreamland came the vision meeting out our sire's estate
2: heed women's voices though thou love them not
0: say aught that may avail but stint thy words go not thou forth to guard the
2: seventh gate
0: words shall not blunt the edge of my resolve
2: yet the gods love to let the weak prevail
0: that to a swordsman is no welcome word
2: shall
1: thine own brother's blood be victory's palm
0: ill which the gods have sent thou canst not shun
2: exit
0: i shudder in dread of the
1: power abhorred by the gods of high heaven the ruinous curse of the home till roof-tree and rafter be riven too true are the visions of ill too true the fulfilment they bring to the curse that was spoken of old by the frenzy and wrath of the king.
2: Her will is the doom of the children, and discord is kindled amain, and strange is the lord of division who cleaveth the birthright in twain, the edged thing born of the north, the steel that is ruthless and keen, dividing in bitter division the lot of the three children of teen
1: not the wide lowland around the realm of their sire shall they have yet enough for the dead to inherit the pitiful space of a grave
2: ah but when kin meets king when sire and child unknowing are defiled by shedding common blood and when the pit of death devour it drinking the clotted stain the gory dye who who can purify who cleanse pollution where the ancient bane rises and reeks again
1: Wilam in olden days the sin was wrought, and swift requital brought. Yea, on the children of the child came still new heritage of ill. For thrice Apollo spoke this word divine from Delphi's central shrine to Laius. Die thou childless! Thus alone can the land's wheel be won.
2: But vainly with his wife's desire he strove, and gave himself to love, Begetting Oedipus, by whom he died, the fateful parricide the sacred seed-plot his own mother's womb he sowed his house's doom a root of blood by frenzy lord they came unto their wedded shame
1: and now the waxing surge the wave of fate rolls on them triply great one billow sinks the next towers high and dark above our city's bark only the narrow barrier of the wall totters as soon to fall and if our chieftains in the storm go down,
2: what chance can save the town? Curses inherited from long ago, bringing heavy freight of woe. Rich stores of merchandise o'erload the deck. Nearer, nearer comes the wreck, and all is lost, cast out upon the wave, floating with none to save. Whom did the
1: gods, whom did the chief of men, Whom did each citizen in crowded concourse In such honour hold as Oedipus of old? When the grim fiend that fed on human prey He took from us away? But when in the fulness of days He knew of his bridal unblessed, A twofold horror he wrought In the frenzied despair of his breast.
2: Debarred from the grace of the banquet, The service of goblet's gold, He flung on his children a curse. For the splendour they dared to withhold a curse prophetic and bitter the glory of wealth and of pride with iron not gold in your hands ye shall come at last to divide behold how a shudder runs through me lest now in the fullness of time the house fiend awake and return to mete out the measure of crime